Hello, and welcome back to Two Cups Between. I'm Jordan, here with my best friend Sam. Hello! Hi Sam, Hi. how are you? Oh, I'm stressed, <laughs> but it's cool, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I'm so... Like, I'm a cool girl. Yeah. <laughs> I take it in stride. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> totally, are, totally, totally. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm feeling overwhelmed with the amount of things coming up, but mm-hmm. I'm excited about it because I'm going to see so many friends and do some fun things and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'll be great. I don't know. I know. I've been it, okay. I it's it's been cool. a couple of weeks for us. Yeah, it has. It has. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. Life's been yo, laughing. Listen, life continues to life. Actually, somehow, 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 it just keeps going. There's no break. I can't believe I don't have a break between this exam and the next module. I can't believe it's barely been a month since oh school God. started. <laughs> um, it's wild over here. I hate I hate school right now, but I hope it'll be better. Um, yeah, we're just over here. Yo, like I don't know, digestive system is cool, but the biochemistry of it (laughs) makes me want to just cry. Yeah, but all of the disorders, all of the like clinical correlates, I'm crushing it, crushing it. Okay, I answer all yeah. the questions. But then if you ask me about the pathways and the enzymes, I'm like, you know, all of these names, I don't I don't yeah. really know what these are. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you the disease. Yep, I can you tell know. you what the end thing is. I know, yeah, it's just hard. It's hard because we learn all of the nitty gritty first and we learn all right. the clinical stuff at the end. But like right. if you started with the clinical stuff, I'd be so much more interested. But mm-hmm. I think it's not a good way to teach it. So they just do that. Mm-hmm. And um I mean you know this, but my class has just been going through a difficult time. We had mm-hmm. a student pass away and it was very frantic and weird and the school couldn't give us a break like or a break from classes. Mm-hmm. And so the burnout and again, we're in the second module. <laughs> we're like yeah. a month in. But the burnout has caught up, I think, to a lot of people. And I mean, now we kind of have a break because it's right before the exam. But that's not really a break. Right. <laughs> so so I'm just hoping after Wednesday, after my exam, that it'll mm-hmm. be a little more chill. And then we're literally doing neuro for the rest of the semester. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. Which is hard. That sounds intense. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's probably um, the most n- notorious exam is that first neuro exam. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking, I'm interested to see what it is because, uh, I don't know, people are always, people have mixed opinions about everything in med school. I don't right. really listen to anyone anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard because, you know, I don't know. The, the most complainy people are the loudest. And so of you don't course. really know other perspectives very well. Right. But either way, I know I'll be more interested, at least have like a vested interest in neuro stuff than this current material. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I don't know how my motivation will ebb and flow. 
All right. <laughs> but but that's what we're managing these Yay. days. Great stuff. Great yeah, stuff. burnout. Love it. Yeah. My purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Great. I've just been mitigating that. And I know, mm-hmm. okay, remember we had our big tarot reading when we went to the beach before, yeah, before right? I left. And I don't remember exactly what you're reading for me, <laughs> like everything about it. But I remember mm-hmm. the one thing is like, oh, you have a big purpose and it's it's exhausting, but you kind of just got to work hard, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. which is very, <laughs> and I keep getting the same messages mm-hmm. all the time. It's like, well, work harder. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's just persisting. It's, yeah it's determination yes all the time and i'm like well yeah. could i sleep instead i don't know like <laughs> you can't like, sleep through it could but you like have to someone rest. else do it <laughs> someone else do it no only i know you, exactly unfortunately yeah it, literally what they say the cards and they yeah. <laughs> the capital t they say that yeah. and then i'm like okay well i guess i guess i don't have an option here but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's been a time. Yeah. <laughs> um I feel a little more connected with people. We're going to talk good. about Libra season. Woo! Libra season. Um, Let's go. <laughs> but I do feel more in a friend group I think than before. I don't really remember what I was saying about this 2 weeks ago, but my like original friend group in school is kind of not a thing anymore they're probably just too busy with what they're doing and also just i don't know whatever they're Mm -hmm. doing their own thing Mm -hmm. and i'm realizing that it wasn't even that great of a time with them anyway anyway Mm -hmm. and i kind of prefer the people i'm hanging out with now good but yeah i don't know how how has the beginnings of libra season been for you i would love to know oh (laughs) love to know (laughs) um Wait, first of all, how was yeah. Virgo? We sh- actually we should recap Virgo season before we Virgo really get, season get into it. Was really hard and fun. <laughs> um, Virgo season is always really hard because it challenges everyone, right? Like it yes. challenges you mentally <laughs> and sometimes emotionally. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just Virgo season comes at a weird time of year with the season shift and the light, like in the northern hemisphere. It's getting darker earlier and everybody's already feeling depressed about winter. But at the same time, everybody's excited for fall because we're all basic bitches, you know? Um, Mm -mm. And I think, which we love a basic bitch. Let me be (laughs) clear. We're not anti-basic bitch here. Definitely not. Um, So it's like a confusing time. Uh, I don't know. I had my birthday. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked. So <laughs> <laughs> I worked, but then I, at the end of the week that my birthday fell in, I saw one of my favorite artists, Mac Ayers. We've yes. talked about him before on the podcast. Um, I saw him here because, oh my God, he's on tour right now. And it was so good. He was so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, Wow, 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 wow. That much talent in one person and his band. Oh, yeah. Oh, the clips were you sent? Great. Yeah, they were Fantastic. great. They were so funky. He has a sax player who like loops and does all kinds of shit. And it was it, like, it was so good. <laughs> yes, yes. It was so yes. good. Everybody was great. Um, 
and I concert concerts just have been seeming very cool. All the concert clips I've been seeing, and I've been mm-hmm. having major FOMO, <laughs> and it's fine. But you'll I get to know. go to concerts again one day. Uh, eventually, <laughs> eventually, it's yeah. like literally as soon as the world opened up again i was like well i'm just gonna go somewhere where there's no tours actually yeah yep. <laughs> so actually cool. i'm gonna go live somewhere way off the beaten <laughs> path basically and i'm, I'm waiting because i listen to a lot more afro beats and dance hall these mm-hmm. days i'm waiting for someone to come here but they don't come here they <laughs> they tour in like african countries not the mm-hmm. caribbean usually unfortunately unfortunate but yeah <laughs> yeah um that was fun so like wrapping up virgo season was really good Mm, for me mm -hmm. my birthday's at the end um so i had a great time the beginnings of libra season have been Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. um my ex has come back he didn't text me for a few weeks now he's back he gave me a birthday present what do you mean by back I mean, he never left, but he just like hadn't texted. Oh, back in contact. Yes. Okay. I was like, where did he go? (laughs) So okay. Oh, I see. I see. He. uh, Wait, really? Has it? Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Wait, it's been like consistent contact though for a while, and then he went away and then came back. Is that what you're saying? Um, it was less consistent. Uh-huh. He would just like randomly text me, oh, but now God. he's like texting me all the time again. Um, and I'm not responding, Libra's and he continues Libra's to text me. <laughs> yeah, very Libra. And he's he a Libra. Is Libra. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he's been texting me again. He Yikes. brought me a birthday present the other night, and then did I tell you this? The next day he texted me, and he's like, "I'm realizing now I should have kissed you, but it's too late." Bro. <laughs> No, he shouldn't have. No, he shouldn't have. Bold of you to assume that you could have. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean you should have kissed me? What in what? No, 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 no. That's like. Oh my god! Like, do you think you can also control the weather? Like what? Oh my god. Oh my I god, what was his that. gift? I don't know if he you want to tell me. He got me a Barnes Noble gift card, which is fine. Okay, that is a good gift. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> gift for me. It's a good gift for me. I oh mean, take his money. It's I just looked. I'm looking right now. It's $50. Yo. <laughs> Yo, what is wrong with that? I mean, guy, last dude. time he got me a gift, it was a diamond necklace and earrings. <laughs> <laughs> This is where he's That's at. Actually, terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Still, still dealing with that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I am. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I've I've exhausted all the things I can say. So <laughs> I know. It, that so that's just happening, and I'm like dealing with it and figuring out if it's I mean, time to block could, him uh, what do you mean is it time to block him look, it was time look, look, to look, block look, look, him look, look, months ago jordan i don't know look, what you mean i just we have been friends we, we were friends mm-hmm. for 10 years mm-hmm. okay and then we were together for five mm-hmm. and it's been really hard for me to navigate this after <clears throat> breaking up have so you just... had any friend feelings for him afterwards 
<laughs> I still enjoy his company if he can behave. When he opens his mouth, sometimes I have to leave. Okay. But... <laughs> I, my thing is, like, you can't just, like, spend time with someone and be like, if they don't say anything to me or interact with me, it's fine. <laughs> I don't think that's a friendship, Jordan. Ugh, I don't no, know. I know. It's, ugh. I think we need to not be friends, but I'm also what like. What do you mean? He has What do you no mean friends. you think? Okay. That's not your problem. I know, but I get sad. <laughs> I have a lot of conflicting <laughs> feelings about this. Yeah, I know. Look. I know. I know. Just wait till Scorpio season. You will not. <laughs> I don't care anymore. You won't um, care anymore. Oh. Yeah. But I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I like. So my ex is bothering me. I ended something with someone else. <laughs> and then I'm like talking to someone else. Uh huh. Which is interesting. <laughs> That's been really fun. That's right. what I needed for Libra season. I needed something. Notice how that feels sweet. right and normal. And it the does. friendship that you're talking about <laughs> is, is like, is if you bad. stay away as, from me as much as possible, <laughs> we can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know. Just think, of, just I don't think know. about it. Jot it down <laughs> <laughs> for later. God. Okay. Um no, that's this has been fun. This newer thing. Mm. It's been really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This started in Virgo season and I like can't even believe that. Yeah, the pass <sighs> the passage of time has been a little wonky for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um but yes, here we are. This has been good. Um that's all I'm gonna say. Still, it's we're very early days. I can't go into this, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, fair, 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 um, fair. It's been enjoyable though, uh, and Libra season for me is always a very flirty time. Every year at this time, like mm-hmm. everybody resurfaces and will text me. It's a shame that people are obsessed with me. You know, mm. I just what what can I do? It's a hardship, yeah, truly, to be so desirable. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, do you want to know how my Libra season's going? Let me tell yeah, you yeah, what's totally been on my mind. <laughs> um, well, okay, Virgo season, I'm still confused about it. I think mm-hmm. the weird, not weird, I don't want to say weird, but like the bad, tragic events that happened really just yeah. like, I don't know, confused everything yeah. <laughs> that I thought I was working towards in Virgo season. Mm-hmm. Um, or for me, I mean, I, I think we talked about it before, but like Virgo season puts a lot of pressure on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can sometimes be a good thing. Like sometimes right. I can work well under pressure. I think mm-hmm. that's probably a good thing if you're going into medicine, but either way, <laughs> uh, but yeah. either way I tend to be okay with pressure as long as it, something comes out of it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if I learn. <laughs> I don't know if I like learned the lesson or did the thing I was supposed to. Mm, like I right. need the, I need the feedback report, <laughs> but uh-huh. like, I don't know. You're not quite getting feedback. Just right. Yet. Like, I don't know what uh, I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, Libra season, uh, well, Libra season is about like all relationships. Right. right. And I think, most of my relational problems have been focused more on like friendships and mm. uh 
like equal exchanges. Yeah. And Ooh. and I mean f- regarding romantic relationships, I told you about a crush I had that is just a failure. <laughs> a or just failure. like not just not uh it's just not pursuable. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of mitigating my feelings towards it and trying to like compartmentalize it I think a bit right and then regarding like just my relationship with romantic relationships it's bad yeah spoiler alert spoiler alert (laughs) but I've just just been reflecting on why like Mm -hmm. digging deeper into it more um instead of just being so negative (laughs) because Mm -hmm. that's what I tend to do okay Uh uh-huh i tend to just be really negative and be like i'm gonna be alone forever and it'll be great (laughs) yeah i know that's not really healthy Mm -hmm. um so i've just been trying to observe why i approach romance in that way if you will oh um and well i've learned some fucked up stuff (laughs) Uh yeah as you will yeah um and, like, you don't even know most of the stuff, I'm sure, because most of this happened before we even knew each other. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I know that when you're, like, a teenager, mm-hmm. that in the long run, those relationships aren't really serious, I guess. Or your crushes and stuff are just, like, your teenage crushes. Yeah. But I do think there is, especially in the West, this might be kind of, like... This might not be universal, I guess, but at least mm. in the West, when crushes are so focused on, especially in like teenage media and stuff like that, where like you just think you have to, to date someone mm-hmm. and it feels like everyone's dating someone when you're younger. Yeah. Um, it forms your like your own perspective on like your role in a relationship quite early right. on. And of course, mm. people change in adulthood. Mm-hmm. of how they view relationships but i still think it's like a very formative time right yeah and part of it is like what your relationships are like as a teenager and also i feel like your parents give such a like example yeah of relationships and you observe it more than you realize mm-hmm. i don't know i i feel like a lot of people may pretend that they don't really uh get affected by how their parents were like if their yeah. parents were divorced or whatever but it really does affect how you hugely Um, like your foundations and relationships right yeah and so i feel like for me as a teenager my parents were workaholics and never were home (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i barely saw them i barely had like a deep relationship with them Mm -hmm. um and their marriage is also just like we don't even have to get into it but a very stereotypical asian marriage where a woman just like tolerates so much bullshit right Mm mm-hmm and so that's a lot of what I saw. And then regarding my own romantic relationships, let me tell you the patterns I <laughs> that I picked up on, Jordan. Oh, God. Okay, I'm ready. I just feel like when I was younger, I had a ton of, cr- I had a ton of crushes. I was like chronically in a crush. Mm-hmm. Um, very Piscean. Very like innocently mm-hmm. Piscean. Like, oh my gosh, like I just have too much affection to give to multiple people. Yeah. Um, and so I knew that I wasn't like dating multiple people. That's not what I'm trying to say. But mm-hmm. I was interested in so many people um, and like connected with so many people in yeah. like intimate ways. Intimate mm-hmm. ways is like not always sexual, right? Like yeah. it's it's different. It's like intimate. Yeah. There's like physical affection, but there's also like 
I don't know, telling each other secrets and like mm-hmm. getting into really deep conversations and spending it's time the, alone. The emotional and intellectual yes. connections. Yes. And I did that very deeply, probably mm-hmm. deeper than most young people did. Right. Because most people were allowed about like, oh, let's hold hands in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm realizing when I would do that with multiple people throughout the years. Right. The like the reciprocal affection i i just feel like i never received reciprocal affection from people without like conditions mm-hmm. if that makes sense absolutely like, it was either like only in private and then in public you're my bro <laughs> <laughs> or there's like so many versions of this Jordan. Like I right. had, I had two guys who were like, "Yes, I do like you a lot, but like, you know what? I, if I, how I would like you better if you lost some weight." <laughs> and I was so like in a eating disorder hole that I was like, "Yes, this confirms Ew. my suspicions all along, actually, and makes I logical sense it. to my illogical brain." <laughs> and so, I mean, like high school boys are not in a position to be like, "Okay, that doesn't actually matter." I just haven't unlearned. Yeah, all of these things. Of course, you know, like of course. But it's, uh, it's but so yeah. demoralizing it's so, and just hurts. So, yeah, and then you know, I was like in this thing with a guy who like had recently lost a bunch of weight, so he was obsessed with weight loss too. So mm. I think that's definitely yeah. a part of that yeah but then he would be like weirdly controlling too like he would tell me to exercise and like shame me for eating and then ev- eventually eventually and i say eventually i would be like okay fuck you <laughs> i yeah. don't want to do this because ew right but i tolerated that for mm-hmm. so long and then mm-hmm. there was like another guy who's like we had a, probably the most closest thing to a relationship but then mm-hmm. he was like oh i'm actually gonna date this other like my friend who i had a fight with mm-hmm. and i was i don't know there's like so many versions of this i've had guys who were like oh we have all this intimate stuff going on but actually i'm gay and i'm only into guys and you're mm-hmm. too much of a girl and then there'd be other guys who'd be like oh but i don't really see you that way you're like my bro uh. <laughs> So the gender confusion that I didn't have uh, the vocabulary for. Yeah. Uh, so many things. And then my last probably serious situationship was like practically an affair <laughs> in oh. college. So, oh <laughs> so uh, the patterns have just been like they've very been patterning. Yeah, they've been patterning. We're not sponsored by the app, but if they wanted to sponsor us. I would die if we were ever sponsored by the pattern. By the pattern? Wow. Let me be real. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yes, anyway. Um, But yeah. So I've just been like noticing those things. Like, of course, I have an aversion to anyone giving me affection because I'm anticipating uh, some kind of condition or some kind of disappointment rejection yes and so and so i'm kind of like i don't know what to do about that (laughs) yeah you know yeah because like it's not like like there isn't anything you know it's a lot it's gonna be a lot of mental work for you i think Mm -hmm. and then eventually maybe some exposure therapy (laughs) like i don't exposure therapy as in dating someone (laughs) 
Yes, as in actually dating someone, like pursuing right. and dating someone instead of being like, mm, yeah, no, or only having crushes on unattainable people because it's also a form of self punishment for you, right? So, you know. Yeah, and that's the whole thing too. I'm like, well, I wasn't consciously doing that, so how do I know? <laughs> how do I know? Like, what? I don't know. Most of the crushes that I've gotten since then, I didn't realize they were unattainable until later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and it's like, how did say- I know? Yeah, that's true. But I will also say that um, it's easier to have a crush on someone who you know you can't have. Yeah, which is probably why I do it. Yeah. But again, I'm telling you, like, I know, but then you're like (laughs) unaware that it's even a thing. Right. It's just hard. It's Um, hard. It's it's hard. So (laughs) relationships are hard. All of them friend relationships, familial relationships, Uh romantic ones. It's all difficult to deal with and process when you, like, realize that you have a lot of trauma surrounding certain things mm-hmm. yeah know. and so i'm probably gonna dive deep into that that's like the Love outline that. i don't have time to go into it now because i have an exam coming up but if, <laughs> after after the exam i'll jot down mm-hmm. some notes and then i'll look up some stuff okay and probably right. go to a therapist i if i can get an appointment oh is it backed up uh well <laughs> i haven't tri- i haven't tried but i can only imagine mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, a lot, with so much going on. With on so your much campus. going on, and and they yeah. were like, everyone sign up for grief counseling, and I was like, I don't know, I just feel like they're just going to be very overwhelmed right now at the psych services. Absolutely. Um, so we will we will see, <laughs> we oh, will see man. how that goes. I also, I mean, not that this is a replacement for therapy. That's not what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But I I follow a lot of like social workers and psychiatrists yeah on like youtube and stuff um mm-hmm. like dr Rumini, i get into all of my like relationship with my narcissistic dad stuff <laughs> with her videos yeah. i like write yeah. stuff down in my journal i do the mm-hmm. whole thing i do yeah. the things it can just help you pro- think about it yeah. like in yeah. a constructive way rather than a i'm really 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 angry that this yes. is how this happened to exactly. me exactly I have resentment now, like processing it better. Just having someone to like talk about it and guide you through it and you like being like, okay, I recognize this now. Yes. And I I do kind of worry, like, am I over intellectualizing it? But sometimes I just need to do that first. Yeah. I think that's (laughs) as someone who over intellectualizes everything. (laughs) I just need to do that first. Yeah. I need to be able to put it into words or like have a definition of what I'm looking at, Mm -hmm. aka dealing with. Mm -hmm. And then I can like maybe take the baby steps to process what yeah. that means for me, right? Emotionally and mentally versus yeah. well, intellectually. Yeah. But I I can I can emotionally process it first, but it doesn't. It's hard for that to be productive for me, right? Um, because I will I will just I like drown. Well, you okay? I feel like you struggle because you struggle to find like the words for the emotions or the emotions for the words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> and. <laughs> For me, it's like I'm too wrapped up in the emotions and it doesn't, it's more like it turns into like victimization and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. it's just like not helpful. It's very Piscean again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it doesn't really go anywhere. I recognize that. So yeah. If anything, it it makes me reactive. Like it makes me very angry about stuff Mm -hmm. easily because that's easier to feel. It's so much easier to be angry. So I try not to default to that anymore, but sometimes I know, but sometimes I do. I just get really frustrated. You know something? This is <laughs> uh I discovered that Yik Yak is not banned on the school. Oh my god. Yik Yak. 
Um, and well, I mean, just because of all of the stuff happening here, I just mm-hmm. had to, I had to see. <laughs> yeah, what people are I saying. had to see. And then I was like, oh my god, Yik Yak is terrible and toxic, but I think okay. it's just... If you don't know what Yik Yak is, it oh, is a, yeah. basically like an anonymous <laughs> Twitter. It's completely anonymous. But it's uh, localized. Yes, and, and it, it's local. <laughs> and it was designed for colleges, basically, mm-hmm. so that you basically see all the tea and gossip. And yeah. I mean, most of it's just horniness. Yeah. <laughs> of your surrounding area or your campus um and it's completely anonymous Mm -hmm. and even commenters are completely anonymous Mm -hmm. so yeah that was a time (laughs) especially of someone passing away and first it was like all this glorification of him and like why he was the perfect candidate to be a doctor and this is so tragic and then mm-hmm. immediately after his memorial all these people were on yik yak being like well actually he did this terrible thing and that terrible thing to my friend and i would never mm-hmm. want to live like him and it's like this is so fucked up like the most fucked up you could think because it's like the fucked up stuff you would keep to yourself right most for the most part but you're so emboldened by it and then Ugh. so you kind of just see the worst of people on it and i mean people are also very superficial there's been many arguments about like just homophobic stuff on there or racist stuff ew and oh i didn't dumb of humanity oh i didn't even get into it because there were some people trying to be like oh my gosh it's so hard to be like i don't know how they're (laughs) saying it like it's so hard to be a white person like everyone's trying to put you in your place Uh... (laughs) The dragon oh, that commenced after that good, good. was wild. But the thing is, the counter the counter arguments from other people were, were also bad? really bad. Worse. Wow, love that. So, so that's this is why I don't. This is why we don't need yik yak. Yeah, Rose, you know what I mean. Well, yeah. It just it just it just like got super toxic obviously i deleted it but then i got it back again to get some news about stuff (laughs) happening this weekend i needed i needed to yeah um i didn't need to but it was the best way to get intel you know what i mean Um, (laughs) but yeah i just feel like that was happening that was like right when mercury went direct so it was just like oh i'm arguing with people i'm mad and i'm typing really fast Yeah. And I'm calling out misogynist and I'm calling out racist and it's like, oh, this is great. But then I was like, this is just making me angry all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury direct uh, will make you see the light of day, you know. And for me, Libra season, mm-hmm. um, if you're not if if you have the version where you're like Jordan and it's very romantic and flirty, that's uh- one part. But I think another thing, if we want to talk about the Libra Aries axis, it's like yeah. fucking arguing your head off yeah dude (laughs) (laughs) i do feel like libra like aries is the reactive side of that and libra is like a diplomatic yes is the diplomatic side of that because because libra the axis of aries and libra aries is very much about the ego my way is right (laughs) kind of uh less considerate if you will Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's it's very impulsive it's very um it's very certain whether they're right or wrong at least they're certain about it so yep there's that whereas libra it's like quite the opposite it's very Mm -hmm. um 
wants to keep the peace. It doesn't want to wrestle feathers. It wants to know both sides. It plays devil's mm-hmm. advocate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that can go in a bad way as well because you end up Absolutely. tolerating a lot of stuff or losing your own self identity and assertiveness yeah. in that kind of like wishy washiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it doesn't always have to be wishy washiness, but you can become wishy washy if, if, if you if you feel like you're neutral about everything. Convi- convicted. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Conviction. Yeah, that's a really good word. It's like lacking conviction mm-hmm. because you would rather everyone agree with you or you agree with everyone because it's easier it's like you libras always want to know all the information but that then ends up with like "Mm, well i can't see both sides and so like maybe (laughs) you know maybe like everybody's right right (laughs) whatever which is not yeah i i just uh, don't think it's not helpful most people are not like unless you're a fucking monk (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. like very difficult to actually be that way yeah um like, also shout out to the aries supermoon yesterday oh that was fun um yeah, i was in wrecked. a mood yesterday I've just been Ooh. absolutely wrecked yeah i was in a a, a bad mood yesterday <laughs> <laughs> oh i was so so depressed on like thursday i was even mm-hmm. gonna be like i don't even know if i can record but i got yeah. over it thankfully yay yeah um i was irritated so easily yesterday like just extremely frustrated and like i had to take a minute to like get myself together yeah i work in a grocery store like i just need to chill there's a lot of rancid energy here because people just bring their nasty selves out but like i you have to just get over it you know like i need to worry about me and move on why are they rancid like People the vibes are, are rancid ter- yeah, or like literally literally rancid no 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 no. it's the vibes it's okay. the vibes some people are rancid oh, though because li- here's my li- tip of the day my virgo tip of the day <laughs> my virgo tip of the day is wash your reusable grocery bags wash them wash them wash them they're bringing their stinking ass they bring their stinky like ass bags stale potatoes bro. you put everything <gasps> in those bags you know and then you don't wash it like you put raw chicken <gasps> in those bags you think that's clean you think those raw chicken packages are clean let me tell you they're not yeah every wash just, your reusable grocery bags whenever i get anything from the grocery store i just assume this has been on the ground this yep. has been on the ground and it's been in the dirt and it's been mm-hmm thrown around in a truck that's also yep. been filled with dirty things all the mm-hmm. time over and over and you over you think again. they clean the trucks exactly <laughs> they like scrub the trucks down no they just throw shit in there exactly yeah wash your grocery bags i mean nobody wash your chicken, wants to but smell your grocery bags we wash don't have chicken to... wash your hands Okay, another thing about Libra season. <laughs> let's 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 talk about it. Another thing about Libra season. Libras are about the aesthetic, but they're also about the work that goes into the aesthetic, <laughs> which means cleanliness, mm. tidiness. Yeah, you thought that was a Virgo you thing. You smell good. But you thought that was a Virgo what? thing, but it's actually a Libra thing. Okay, <laughs> Virgos just want you to be clean. Libras are like, all right, now that you're clean, clean again. Do it yeah, again. to me, to me, Virgo is like <laughs> put on some perfume. Vir- okay, Virgo. T- if if we want to compare, it, Virgo's like taking a good shower. Okay, mm-hmm. we're exfoliating, we're doing the the things. But like Libra, you've seen 
wait you've seen euphoria right yes <laughs> i haven't seen euphoria of but course. the very famous like uh, the most libra coded show <laughs> yes but isn't it cassie who has like her five hour morning routine or yes. whatever and uh, so many influencers did it where it's like i mean you should not do this every day but they no. she exfoliates and shaves and she moisturizes and she puts mm-hmm. on all the smell good stuff and she puts yep. in the heatless curlers mm-hmm. and puts on the makeup and it's yep. like outfit is perfect on point mm-hmm. like yep. That is Libra. This is Libra season. Okay. <laughs> Clean yourself. Yeah. Like Clean your space. Do something cute. All right? Yeah. I'm struggling with that, but I mean, we're... <laughs> you, since you haven't done it yet, you could, like, decorate your room. I know? really need to decorate my room. That would be, like, a perfect Libra oh, season activity. I need activity. to super decorate my room. <laughs> yeah. That would be a perfect Libra season activity. I'm still Just living in, like, a half unpacked state well it's probably like three-fourths unpacked (laughs) state (laughs) but it's been like over a month so yeah yeah Yeah, so the organization we need need this now we need to like be (laughs) all set cuddled in ready to go first of all because in the northern hemisphere at least it's getting colder we need to be like prepared to hunker Mm, down yes but also scorpio season is going to be a lot of um contemplation Listen. of life and death and like no we don't your okay. inner demons <laughs> okay okay. <laughs> okay we need to be ready we need to okay <laughs> so glad you said that because thank you we need to give i think we need to give an overview of the month ahead because oh my god, I think October is wild. a much more astrologically intense month. It's mm-hmm. interesting that September September was kind of like oh some of the retrogrades ending mm-hmm. and some transits, but like it wasn't that intense. But I think the return to homeostasis was very intense. Yeah, the For, shift. I from think that's what it was. A big retrograde season. Yeah, was very intense. But compared to October, September was pretty chill. So mm-hmm. this upcoming month is like we have stuff moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This will be released on the second. Yeah, probably. Um, so the fourth mm-hmm. of October, Mercury will enter Libra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Yay. following the sun. Uh, let's go! It's my time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna be a menace for the rest of the all, month. Thank all of so what much. we were talking about, like having more conviction, that might mm-hmm. be difficult for people if you're getting into yes. arguments. Um, like I don't know what it is. Conviction was a really good word, but also like mm-hmm. holding onto your train of thought is gonna yeah. be harder. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it's, you're playing devil's advocate. Either pl- people are playing it with you, or you're playing the devil's yeah, advocate. Yeah. Like if you're you getting trouble. into these arguments during this time it's just not gonna it's just gonna be messy it's not gonna Mm -hmm. really turn it i mean most arguments don't turn into anything good Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would i would say um i i would say you can really only get into these deeper arguments with people you can trust and who aren't just trying to one-up you you know yeah they're not arguing for argument's sake if yes exactly if if you're having those kinds of conversations you'll probably learn a lot and have like a really open-minded perspective on whatever it is you're talking mm-hmm. about but like arguments with people it's just like not gonna end well it's I, never I gonna be productive it. yeah for either of you right 
Um, so that's happening on the fourth, and then on the eighth, which I believe is Sunday, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Venus is going to enter Virgo. Mm-hmm. Just moving along, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be um, <laughs> hard. <laughs> Venus and Virgo is not exactly easy. This is going to be a little yeah, bit of a difficult time. Yeah, it's definitely, time. it's debilitated. Yeah. It's debilitated it's in a, Virgo. It's an over-intellectualization of your feelings. Yeah. So, and relationship. And relationship. So if that's going to be great for my deep dive. I think. Oh, God. That might be the time, actually, next week. That's really um, going to be great. If you're in a relationship that is, like maybe a little unstable mm. i think i think venus and or yeah venus and virgo is like could help you find some clarity because you'll be able to take a step back like virgos do and look at it from yes. a little bit of distance but it can also make you a little bit pessimistic about it um mm. i mm. do think virgos tend towards pessimism rather than optimism mm. so having the the presence of mind to also be like okay is this a rough patch truly mm, or mm-hmm. have we had rough patches mm, is this a pattern been in a rough patch mm-hmm. for a long time yeah so i think it'll allow you to get some distance and see where your relationship is at um with whoever in whatever aspect but like you're gonna need to intentionally do this or venus in virgo will like make you just want to break up with everybody and uh, end uh, all your relationships and, well yeah like, i'm Vir- better alone Virgo, and, yeah virgo is definitely like a better alone kind of vibe. yeah and you're not um everybody needs mm-hmm. people shut yeah, up okay, everybody working, needs people <laughs> everybody needs people we are not solitary creatures okay truly yeah. humans yeah. need community so don't end all your friendships have the presence of mind and the patience with yourself to figure out why you're feeling frustrated, what you're actually feeling frustrated about. <laughs> Venus and Virgo is hard and we will all get through it. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I really don't have anything. I feel like Venus and Virgo is one of those placements where I really can't place the words i just kind of have to go through it (laughs) um because yeah like i said it is debilitated venus and pisces Mm -hmm. is exalted yeah um and would just be like completely boundaryless (laughs) so in many ways virgo can be good if you struggle with bound or if you're struggling setting boundaries Mm -hmm. um i think i i don't know how that will be in combination with libra season but could be wishy-washy yeah exactly (laughs) it could be a little confusing but it's really yeah kind of um the time to sit down and really compartmentalize things because i think that's what virgo's good at like the necessary compartmentalization (laughs) not unhealthy not over exactly exactly but sometimes you need to um when when relationships are confusing Mm -hmm. Um, like for me i have I ha- and have always had weird relationship with weird, weird relationships with work. So mm. take like compartmentalizing my work and work life mm. from my home life and like all mm-hmm. of that is very important to me and the way I balance work relationships with outside relationships and home relationships mm. like I tend to keep them very separate which can be you know maybe not the best cuz I can alienate like coworkers that I actually like if I only talk to them at work. But 
Um, I don't know, yeah. but sometimes sometimes that boundary is necessary. It. It's an important boundary to have with a lot of people. So, you know, assessing <laughs> all of your relationships, you, your, yes. the relationships between you and your work, you and yes. your friends, yes. you and your family, all of it, and thinking about, okay, do I need to, like, what do I need to change here? Is there some comp- compartmentalization that I haven't done that I need to do, that I need to be better about? Like, I also think about this in, like, me always 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 prioritizing and making it very clear that I'm not bringing home my work stress to my Mm. partner to my family because that is something that a lot of people do and I and I've seen it and we like you were talking about watching your parents relationships like Mm -hmm. I've seen it in my parents where Mm -hmm. sometimes they get are stressed out about work and then they're really mean to each other when they come mm. home you know or like not treating each other with the same like respect and love that they usually That's do so it's huge so I find it very important to separate that for sure and if I'm having trouble with it communicating that so mm, yeah this is yeah. another Virgo and Venus thing that I think is important or like just to be aware of in just completely in general like yeah don't bring your work stress home to your family Ooh, that's so it huge very hard because i i do. think i think my dad i i feel like my dad is good at like coming home and like de- I, well here's here's what he will do is that he'll be the doctor for literally everyone he knows mm-hmm. <laughs> so he does bring work home in that way right because he comes home and now he's everyone's personal doctor right. <laughs> on the phone right mm-hmm. um but i also think something that he would do is like if anything else stressed him out he could just he felt he could justify being angry or reactive because he was the hard worker breadwinner yeah like i'm stressed out about work and you're bringing more stress to me by whatever which is not at all appropriate it's like not (laughs) yeah obviously not appropriate it's not okay but yeah i i do think i don't i don't i hope i don't do that to other people i mean there might be instances where i'm like oh i'm the busy one right i think we all have those moments and i like you know? i think that's valid to be frustrated by the fact that like you're really busy and now your home life is really busy yeah and you're feeling some type oh, of way for about sure, it for sure totally think that's respectable like you know something that's completely valid but yeah not expressing that frustration and like projecting that onto your family. Yeah, projecting and is I, a completely different thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I also think it's completely appropriate to be like, "Oh, can I just talk about what happened today at work? Like it really stressed me out this week, whatever." Yeah. And like expressing that and talking about it, but then not transferring that to anybody yeah. else in in a yeah, an exactly. emotional projection Exactly. Way. But again, I think Virgo and Venus is good at assessing relationships like that, even though it's debilitated and it will be hard to do this. With, yeah. with the Libra sun wishy-washiness, it can be, <laughs> you can get a little confused about yes. which boundary you're setting exactly. and how you're setting it. Yeah, because like it's like the Virgo Venus wants focus. to set boundaries, but the Libra sun and Libra doesn't want to be confrontational. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's exactly. really it's really like you have to be very wise with how you're going to use the energy because it will mm-hmm. take a lot more for you to yeah. set very strict boundaries if you need those right now be patient um I, I like feel like i need to preach patience all the time uh, to myself i know i'm not even particularly good at it but if i say it over and over again if i like okay, right be patient things are changing things will be mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. deep breath center yourself yeah <laughs> like, yeah if i keep saying it maybe it'll it'll stick one of these days <laughs> i am much more patient than i used to be so 
Uh, it, you know, mm-hmm. something's mm-hmm. happening. Uh, yeah. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> we can only try. We I can know, only we try. Can only try. Th- more stuff is happening. I'm not more even stuff. done. Oh, sorry. Pluto mm-hmm. is going to station direct. This is going a little ahead, but I think mm-hmm. it's important to talk about this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. at, like, at least the next two weeks. Um, right. Pluto is stationing direct. It's still in Capricorn on the 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's such a good precursor to Scorpio season mm-hmm. that will happen yes. at the end of the month. Uh, also, Mars is entering Scorpio the day after that. <laughs> okay. So I have a feeling we're going to be feeling the Scorpio feelings very early. Mm, um, I really might do be a- thrive this time of year because... <laughs> the autumn, autumnal yeah. time. <laughs> Not only it's Virgo season, right? Great. Virgo, I'm a Virgo sun. This is yeah. like the most difficult then, seasons for me. <laughs> I know. Then it's... <laughs> Libra season with which I have Libra, Mercury, and Venus, so thriving. Then it's Scorpio season, and Mars will be in Scorpio soon. I'm having the best time. Yeah, (laughs) that's good for you. (laughs) It can also be really difficult when my placements are enhanced like this, or I'm feeling these energies more intensely. Like I, I like vibrate and then i get frustrated when things aren't going the way i want them to or right like not moving fast enough or things aren't positioned exactly oh for sure Mar- mars and scorpio really is very impatient to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were just talking about patience. Yep. It's probably yep. the- <laughs> one of the most impatient <laughs> places impa- i mean the thing is is that mars is at home in scorpio yeah um but i think both scorpio and aries are mm. very impatient uh, mars is a very impatient energy it's very yeah. um ambitious and just like action oriented yes 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 and yeah that'll be (laughs) that'll be an interesting time but i i am looking for i i like to because i have um well i have a leo mars in my western chart but in my Mm -hmm. vedic chart the most debilitated uh (laughs) sort of placement i have Mm because i think in vedic astrology they try to look at your weaker placements to strengthen them or to like navigate them that's kind of like they're just how astrologers sort of work with you um Mm -hmm. in the east and so mine is my cancer mars in my Mm -hmm. vedic chart (laughs) so which is all which is obviously it's not debilitated but i think it's like uh in fall or whatever i don't know Mm -hmm. remember these things right um but yes uh and so I kind of look to Mars energy to help me get motivated for work. And I think right. Scorpio is a super ambitious sign. Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpio is similar to Leo in, in like things seem to come easily to them. Yes. Because um, pe- they're very gravitating, I think. Yes. Uh, Scorpio is kind of like a black hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was so hot. Wow. Thank you. Um, I know. Scorpios are like my weakness. Thank God there's no... Actually, I need to look into that if there's any Scorpios around. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, mm, wow. Black Hole was just like... That really got me. <laughs> I don't know why that's hot. It doesn't make sense. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a very um oh, like opportunities just come to them. Yes. It's almost like a pretty privilege. <laughs> it's Scorpio privilege. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Scorpio privilege. like they're kind of unaware like I don't know, this was just easy for me to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean that doesn't happen for you? Right. Um 
and it's a little less boisterous than the Leo. It's very quiet and mysterious, yes. but they're still they're still like very kind or they're like charismatic, mm-hmm. but in just like a different way. It's a different flavor. Yeah. Um, so I I do think that energy will be good for work and investments and like seduction and things like that mm-hmm. that mixed with libra i don't know what's gonna happen We're oh done. boy oh <laughs> boy <laughs> the hormones are just yeah. gonna be flying um and finally i think for the next two weeks i'll end it on like the eclipse season that's happening i do want to kind of try to focus on the moon <laughs> more because yeah. it's important i don't want to really ignore that um when talking about astrology because mm-hmm. i kind of don't really like it when astrologers never talk about the moon yeah um i feel like people dismiss it it's a very like instinctual energy that's harder yes. harder to interpret when people mm-hmm. are good at interpreting the moon phases i feel like that's like a separate gift <laughs> yes. in a way because it's a very um it's very personal to you just like your moon sign is very personal to you right um so i don't I think I've started to move away doing like from doing like rituals around the moon time or Mm -hmm. journaling. I kind of just do whatever I'm called to do. Sometimes I'm not always called to write down a bunch of stuff. Right. Or most of the time I'm just like called to go outside and look at the moon and sit there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And get the insight that way. Um, So that's what I'll say is that the next few well, the new moon and the upcoming full moon at the end of the month are both going to mm-hmm. be eclipses, solar eclipse, uh, solar eclipse, and then a lunar eclipse. Woo. And yeah, usually during the eclipse season, I don't ever really give any advice because mm-hmm. <laughs> I always plan like, oh, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to charge my crystals and I'm going to reflect on this certain stuff. But it's really right. just like whatever comes up. Yeah. And knowing that it's a more emotionally heightened time um, and kind of rolling with it in the same right. in the same way we talk about Mercury retrograde, where it's kind of like, just roll with it because we're Mercurials. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, st- I still feel like more people need to like let loose and just roll with it, especially for eclipses, too. For sure. You know, there's no helping it. Um, mm-hmm. It's it gives me the same energy as like the tower card in tarot where it's like you're you're not going to prepare for, you know, everyone gets so wor- worried about the tower. Right. It's like, Oh, something bad is about to happen. Mm-hmm. But like you already being aware of it is the preparation. You don't need yeah. to f- keep preparing. You just need exactly. to keep the awareness up. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be <laughs> at least um, up until Scorpio season. That's really going to be the energy. Right. Um, Mercury's moving really fast. It's going to move into Scorpio before the end of the month. Um, so it's moving through two signs. Uh, direct. Zoom, it's zoom, it's no longer retrograde. I saw someone on Yuck Yak being like, oh my god, I miss my ex. Someone needs to stop these retrogrades. And I wanted to be like, honey, there's no... <laughs> That's just your ex. <laughs> That's your ex being your ex. And maybe it's a little Libra season sprinkled in. Yeah. But Mercury and Venus are direct and ready to rumble. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Full I... speed ahead. I think the the retrograde like put him off for a while and now he's like interesting. That, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know why people's exes are talking to them now. 
I don't know. Probably Libra. Like Libra is quintessential cuffing season. That's like when it starts, right? Yeah. I like, would say yes. Any like it's starting to get milliliter colder. of briskness in the air. Now it's cuffing season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's I think people pick up on that for whatever reason. It's interesting mm. to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you feel more like being with someone during the colder months? Is that like a thing for you? I mm, <laughs> only because I'm cold. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> is it literally your body temperature? For me, my bedroom is actually very cold. I have three <laughs> exposed walls with poor insulation. So in the summer, my bedroom is so hot and I don't want anyone near me. And in the winter, I love to cuddle because <laughs> I'm freezing. Wow. So. I literally will grow up. Uh, I know. Um, I think that's, that's so part funny. of it, though. Like for a lot of people, they're just cold. In the winter, <laughs> you just want someone to like curl up with. Like you want mm. that feeling of comfort, the literal extra warmth. Like, right. you know, hunkering down together through a snowstorm is a special and, experience. And like not experiencing the seasonal affective disorder alone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We can be yeah. sad together. Exactly. <laughs> Capital S A D. Capital S A D. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> interesting but it's also less sad because you get little you know the serotonin blips <laughs> i guess yeah okay yeah this is my research <laughs> this is research. <laughs> love it yeah uh, it's just that time of year where like you're looking for someone to hunker down with you know it's very um it's very primal i think actually mm. like this is when it's like, I don't know. It's just that time where like you're looking for a, a partner, a mate. Yeah, it's it's that time. I didn't want to say that, but yeah. Wait, why? Why didn't you want to say mate? I don't like that word. So. Yeah, I will talk about animals. Sorry, that Australian. Way. Talking about talking about <laughs> talking about humans like that is like weird to okay. me i don't know that's literally behind that's all literally of all is. of the um, feelings you get to it's like literally because of that Sorry, i know everyone. i'm just weird i'm just I know. Weird. everyone's gonna be like no but i'm gay yeah that's not what i'm talking i mean yes like you're, it's still the same that's you know still what? a mate that's a still it's, it's still a mate, mate. there <laughs> are gay animals they have mates okay oh my god i told that to someone mm-hmm I, I, it's just bizarre to me that you can be in medical school and know very little science. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean you majored in biochemistry, but you never knew that there's gay animals? Like, you didn't know. I know those aren't connected really, but like, no, but like you didn't know? You never learned? I don't Come on. There I don't are lots know. of animals. Yeah, and like that there's animals that change uh, sexes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I remember remember mentioning that, and they're like, well, isn't that only like a few species? No! No, It's like a shit ton. I don't know, what do you mean? There's so many, there's so many animals that don't have like two sexes or yeah like i don't understand how you don't know that and you literally majored in like neurobiochemistry right like and there are plenty of animals astro astronomical sciences right (laughs) right there are animals a lot of animals that have all sex organs 
all all yeah. varieties of sex organs. Right. Like, and like, it, I don't know why you think that's exceptional. Yeah. Like, have you not Ugh. thought of that? You know, it's fine. You know, it's fine. People really whatever. just be getting on my nerves. <laughs> they weren't animal, animal planet kids, you know? I no really was an Animal Planet kid. I absolutely wasn't. I re- <laughs> like hardcore. Anyway, anyway yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, what yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if that was a very good <laughs> astrological forecast. I'm really trying to just put down the vibes for this month. I know because it's going like to be a switch. It's going to be about vibes <laughs> for a little while. It's really going to be about vibes. <laughs> Libras are all about the vibes. And okay? the aesthetic. Yeah. And yeah, like Work what you're saying yourself. about decorating a room, like you need to be spending time in places that you like the look of, if that yes. makes sense. Like it'll just make you feel a little better. It really will. It um, will soothe you. Like I don't get why <sighs> like a lot of a lot of stuff I've been more aware of because of Yakak is like mm-hmm. how fragile some people's masculinity is. Oh yeah, because like there was a post of like, is it okay for a guy to like wear a fanny pack? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what are you worried about? And obviously they were worried about like looking like they're gay or whatever. You know, people. I don't know pe- how that is I- equal. I but okay, I don't know where. I mean, at. fanny packs are kind of gay, but like, <laughs> I don't, like not- camp. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we? What are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't think fanny packs are kind of gay at all. They're really? utilitarian. Okay, well, yeah, that's a very... I just feel like the trendiness of a fanny pack, kind of gay. Okay, <laughs> the trendiness, sure. But if you get one that is literally like a little rectangle or just a little pouch, yeah. throw oh, it on your you hip. Know, okay, actually, like, literally nothing. The, po- the post was about, like, I wish as a guy it was more acceptable for me to, like, carry around a little bag you know like yeah where carry a bag no and i no, and i get it like they're talking about the acceptable or what what's the word for that acceptability (laughs) that is a word you can use that yes well yeah like they're worried about the perceived acceptability of using a bag as a straight guy and i i commented something like of course you can use a fanny pack and it's uh, I said something like, it's disappointing to me that guys worry about stuff like this. Like, I want fashion freedom for you or something. Right. <laughs> um, and, and like, they actually messaged me back and forth about it for a while. Oh. Okay, Yik Yak is really funny. I think it was. He was still, like, I'm still really worried about it. But, like, when you put it that way, it seems like it's not a big deal. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, maybe you should observe the, around, the people around you that make you feel like it's so unacceptable to do something so innocuous. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, It's funny when some people message you on Yik Yak. Because I was very <laughs> active for a sec. So a lot of people mm-hmm. were messaging me. Some Some of it was, like, flirty, jokey, stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And then some of it was like conversations like this. Some of it was like conversations about studying, but like mm-hmm. so many of them just assumed that I was a guy <laughs> and they're like, Hey man, like I appreciate that. Jesus like, Christ. what do you mean, dude? And I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> why are you using so much gendered language, bro? <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was very entertaining. But yeah, like I've just seen a lot of guys and like someone was like, 
is it gay for a guy, for guys to have both of their ears pierced? Like no, super. Bitch. I'm like, are we in 2001? Like, right? Oh my god. Like, are we just discovering that like Ricky Martin was gay or something? <laughs> like, that's the era we're in right now. Apparently. Um. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, I just I don't know what we were talking about, but I've just like noticed that a lot. Like, why is everyone so worried about that stuff? Um, we were talking about aesthetic and yes and yeah you like like where are the things you like where are the things, things you, you like. want to wear like it's fine libra season is a good time to experiment i think for me because you can wear more fashion clothing because it's getting colder so true, you can like true. try different layers you can try all kinds of combinations and like at least here where i am uh-huh. it is like so back and forth it'll be hot and exactly cold. layers Within are important the same day it's really important. yes so like you need layers and a rain jacket and sunglasses and yes. an umbrella yeah and maybe a change <laughs> of shoes perhaps i don't know and you might need some sweatpants in your bag you know? <laughs> um like it's that kind of weather so i feel like this is a good season for me to try different things and different outfit styles and just try to get a feel for what i like and mm-hmm, what I want to mm-hmm, wear mm-hmm. kind of going into winter because it doesn't get quite that cold here. So I can pretty much wear whatever I'm trying out mm-hmm. all winter long, just maybe with a few layers underneath or something. Yes, but yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I do you know, love layering. Yeah, I think this is a really good time for that. And like Libra season, I do think Libras like to experiment. They like to go to extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Classic Libra vibes are very princessy, like soft and fluffy pink like lots of mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. um if you know me and you've seen all of the squishmallows and like stuffed animals mm-hmm. i have on my bed very yeah. libra i love comfort yeah, very libra million bedroom. pillows i kind of do i wish it was more me but this was like this is the guest room is in it, our house and i just is it not you you don't feel it, it's it, you. no yeah i don't feel like it's me oh. um there are things I would do differently if I could like just do whatever I wanted, but you know, well, yeah, 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 yeah. my parents' fair. house, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a very like I have a much softer aesthetic. It would manifest for me if it were me. I would paint this room like dark green. Like I would do a dark bedroom. That's what I like. Oh, okay. Um, I like a dark bedroom too. I love a dark bedroom. I like dark furniture, typically mm-hmm. white. Furniture I like a dark bed yeah, I love a dark bed set, and I hate the sheets that I use. So really, because you like, always you've had set. that white set for so long, the black purple white one, that one. Oh well, I, ju- I guess I just mean your comforter is white. Oh well, the white comforter I don't care about. That's just warm. <laughs> but like my sheets, sheets I hate. I see, I see, I see. And I, see. I would love to get some nice like dark colored sheets. I, I literally know, have an know. all black bed set. I've had that oh, for years because it I feels like one. I'm sleeping in the void. Yeah. <laughs> I had one and it's my fa- it was my favorite. Yeah. So um but yeah, yeah like, like I just need to do something comfy like cozy. Myself. Oh my gosh, getting a new bed set right now would no, probably be good. Upgrade your sheets, you know? Yeah. Comfort. Yeah. Comfort plus soft. aesthetic. You know, like Yeah. Uh, that's kind of yeah the libra i think if you want to be more attuned and more comfortable Mm -hmm. in libra season it's Mm -hmm. actually about like your own physical comfort Mm -hmm. in terms of the way you're dressing the way your room feels the way your house feels if you are someone who has a house it like or your apartment whatever like Mm -hmm. your whole space making sure it feels good feels like you yeah. is an expression of who you are For as sure. much like, as you're able to a super libra aesthetic is like the 90s velour jumpsuit 
Yeah. Or like oh the su- the God. set, like yeah. the sweatpants yep. set. Yeah. Pink. Juicy on the ass, <gasps> you know, like that. That's what we're going for. Yes. Yes. So, you know, take the time to Ooh, I want to watch that. Legally Blonde. Oh. <laughs> fantastic oh movie for libra so are you good. joking i think i want to watch the princess talk diaries about, that's what oh, i'm feeling oh. that's another libra coded movie like, talk, about, <laughs> talk about being underestimated because of how yeah. you look oh, are you joking that's very libra oh. <laughs> you could watch like pretty in pink if you want <gasps> to you could do a also deep dive good. on transformation movies 13 going on 30 is another one that oh my god i love very good <laughs> love libra movie. movie you know we're talking rom-com <laughs> Yes, we're talking. She takes rom-com. off her glasses, and suddenly she's yeah. Beautiful. Exactly. I was like, literally, I was literally going to talk about that because everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's so toxic!" Like, why was that so representative in media? I don't care. That was a vibe. Fun. It was a vibe. If you grew up with it, yeah. Okay, the Gen Z kids don't get it because they're way less problematic than we are. Okay, yeah. but we. <laughs> oh my god! But that was my dream. I still dream yeah. about a summer glow up. I failed. God. I remember we were talking about in Leo season. I was like, "Oh my god, I want a summer glow up," and I, I don't feel like I got it, but. It's, I, it's I an ongoing. I achieved my glow up this year. Really? But it was more of a personal, like, confidence glow up. Like, mm. I feel pretty good in, like, me. I yeah. feel pretty good about me right now. <laughs> yeah, so. I think that's actually what it is. It's yeah. not actually just taking off the glasses <laughs> and getting the boy. Yeah, yeah oh my really God. Actually about wow. That. But, um, yeah. Oh, I would say if you want to prepare for Scorpio season, I'll suggest this again later in the month, I think. But I, I think a good Scorpio movie <laughs> is uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, is that weird? <laughs> I haven't, okay, I haven't seen 10 Things I Hate About You in a long time, but I would have to, I would have to see. Wait, why do, you, <laughs> why do you think that's a good Scorpio movie? Please. Um, I think it's, it's a good Scorpio movie because... Um, both of the love interests in the movie. First of all, it's a Shakespearean retelling, and I I feel like Scorpios are into stupid intellectual shit like that. Um, <laughs> so, not only was Shakespeare a Scorpio, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look, keep, <laughs> going, keep going. <laughs> but I think because both of the main characters are people that come off as really um, intimidating and bitchy, and like, um, what's her fucking name? I don't know. The main girl is like super intellectual, very talented at like writing in these like kind of emotional pursuits and music. And she wants to go to an all girls school. It's really far away. Her dad is like very controlling of her and she is starting to rebel from that idea in this movie. Um, It's like, you know, and she's like dating the bad boy or like he's, you know, seducing her. (laughs) <laughs> for whatever reason yeah, right yeah, yeah, like yeah. i just feel like there's this whole scorpio vibe that is like these hard exteriors these mysterious exteriors but the people are actually so soft yeah okay i, I see that and there's is a lot really... of emotional depth in that movie that i think is hard to capture i don't yes. know 10 things i hate about you is one of my favorite movies of all time so i oh, yeah, i, I love watch it again I you should it again. it's really good um, it's Clueless, got a great cast. A, a good great movie. cast. Clueless is good, but I don't know what I feel like. Clueless is like maybe Leo season. Mm, yeah, we could do a definitive ranking of like '90s rom coms, like oh early 2000s rom coms, and so like what genius. signs they represent. Are I think you joking? Um, 
anyway, anyway. <laughs> I just thought about that, so I wanted to say. Okay, yeah. Uh, Shakespeare's it, a Taurus, by the way. That's okay, great. Uh, uh, you know, that the, doesn't really track axis, for me, but axis. okay. The axis. Um, but I think like if you're in the as we get towards the end of Libra season, or if you need some nineties vibes right now and you're in the mood, Ten Things I Hate About You is a great <laughs> thing to watch. Um it's very we're in, you know, we're having a nineties resurgence, an early two thousands resurgence yes. in pretty much every way culturally. Right. So enjoy it. All of us who were alive then and remember. Yeah, most of you weren't. <laughs> but it's cool <sighs> just have fun <laughs> enjoy enjoy the baggy pants tiny shirt that's my thing right now yeah um, big baggy pants tiny oh shirt my gosh vibes. my sisters keep shoes my sisters are like i don't know they're very hyper fixated on the millennial versus gen z thing uh-huh. <laughs> as millennials are i just feel yeah. like millennials are way more worried about that than gen z actually yeah is. but um they sent me this thing, and this is important because this is kind of a lesson I've been trying to hang on to, um, mm-hmm. especially in such a judgmental space such as med school because everyone's right. super judgy. I just yeah, told you about a guy worried about wearing a fanny pack, so you can imagine yeah. right. the amount of like conformity and stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but my sisters kept sending, I mean, they often send these things, you know, like the street interviews on Instagram where they ask you about like, oh, are you millennial or Gen Z? Like, what do you think of Gen Z? Stuff like yeah. that. And there were so many. First of all, this was like in LA. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I told them like, first of all, no one actually cares about this outside of LA. Right. Regarding like the fashion trends of like, oh, you definitely can't wear skinny jeans anymore. If you yeah. still wear <laughs> skinny jeans, like you need to throw that shit out. Like, look. <sighs> And they're wearing, like, the baggiest shit ever, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and my sister's like, I can't. I can't stop wearing my booties and my skinny jeans. Like, super millennial fashion. That's so funny. And my, my one sister is also like, I can't stop wearing matte makeup just because it's trendy to have a dewy face. And I'm like, oh, well, matte makeup is really, really old-fashioned now. It's super old-fashioned <laughs> now. <laughs> like, I don't even care about that stuff. But I was like, mm, I don't know. The matte makeup, though. <laughs> is a little it's kind of where i draw the line anyway um but here's my takeaway that i'm trying to get at is like your aesthetic is your own your style Mm -hmm. is your own Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be influenced by whatever all these trends if you like the trends cling on to the trends so you can experiment i i feel like it'll come back (laughs) yes i feel like the purpose of these trends is like it's usually the opposite of whatever it was before right usually Mm-hmm. And it gives you the opportunity to try something you probably haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Crocs resurgence, the fanny pack, Ugh. the wide yeah. pants. Right. All of those things, like the different makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's so worried about being on trend or being too cringe. And my philosophy, this is like a new philosophy for me, is like, we're all cringe. Yep. And just Ooh, we're we all should, cringe. We're all actually very cringe, and we should just embrace it. <laughs> even wow. the people, even the people who think that they're the trendiest and coolest of them all, are the most cringe because they probably don't have their own personality. <laughs> oh okay? my god! You know, like people who yes. are so hyper fixated on the new thing are mm. also cringe, and they're yep. seeing everyone else and thinking they're cringe, right? So, like, True. it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
wherever you want. Because one of the, one of these street interviews was like a millennial being like, "Oh, Gen Z always calls us cringe, but they don't realize how cringe they actually are, or whatever." <laughs> and yeah. it's like, yeah, <laughs> the point, and I think Gen Z embraces this more, is that we're all cringe. So I might as well attach like seven Tamagotchis to my belt. Because, yep. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. And, like, you know, braid yarn into my hair. Like, yep. <laughs> fuck. Because, um, like, whatever. And, you know, it's very nihilistic in Gen Z of, like, mm-hmm. whatever, we're all going to die, so do what you want. But, like, kind yeah. of, kind but of, we're all going to die, so do what you facts. want. <laughs> we're all going to die, so we'll yeah, do what you just, want. Yeah. Just, like, be cringe. It, like, really doesn't matter. Be cringe. I think more people <laughs> need to hear that. Like, be cringe. <laughs> Have fun. Do things yeah. that make you happy. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're willing to be cringe, it is you having more conviction about the things you like, which I think Absolutely. is a big lesson of Libra season. Anyway, yeah. that's that's it. That's <laughs> why I've embraced my like I my like stuffed animal soft girl yes. bedroom. Like I am soft pessimistic girl. and dark, but I'm also <laughs> a soft girl. <laughs> like I am very baby even though i project mm. mommy you know <laughs> yeah you said that out, out. <laughs> you said that out. out. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah it's just i have to accept this part of myself to be able to like move on yes you know? i have yes. to be confident in the fact that i am a lot softer than i want to be mm. you know oh, i don't want yeah, to i relate to that See, I don't want to depend on people, but I do sometimes need to depend on people. <laughs> like, this is where I'm at. And this is what I mean by, like, projecting mommy. Like, people think I can take care of anything and, mm. like, do anything and help them with anything. And I probably can. But also, like, at the end of the day, I could use someone to help me. Help me. <laughs> Choose like, me. Shut up. <laughs> Don't say that, like, pick me, please. Uh, um, that line is so funny. Oh, my God. God. Don't watch Grey's Anatomy during this time. Bad, <laughs> bad recommendation. Don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Anti-recommendation <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Um, yeah, anyway, I just, like, this is something that I'm coming to terms with in myself and, mm. like, developing as I'm going right now and mm-hmm. figuring out, like, how, I don't know. I I'm not super comfortable expressing softness. softness yeah me either so that's what i'm working I'm pretty with bar- terrible trying at to that. figure out right now <laughs> i'm pretty terrible at that actually yeah <laughs> you clam up instead of express the soft instead of the soft yeah yeah so you know and me too i'll, I'll pro- <laughs> and I, I won't same. and same i won't do it um <laughs> so i'm working with that right now but yeah. i ha- like i don't know saying it and saying I project a lot of, like, I can handle my own shit energy. And I can. I can handle my own shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. someone to, like, kind of take care of me, that'd be nice to Yeah. I don't know if you relate <laughs> to it in this way. Because, I mean, you're you're saying it about, like, being soft and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm – I don't like to feel childish, even though yeah. I am – Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not in a bad way childish. I'm in a very good way You're childish. You're not immature. Yeah. You just I, I feel like, like more fun things. <laughs> yeah. Like I I hmm, 
I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot too, is that I've spent so much of my younger years, like just not wanting to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I still feel like, like I'm 10 years old, kind of right in a weird, like, that's very sad, I think, but like, I don't want it to seem sad, but sometimes I just feel like, no, like me appreciating life and the world, I feel yeah. like I'm 10 years old still. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Oh, yeah. I've been tapping into that a little bit lately too. So like, I still have yeah. this like childlike wonder. Yeah. But I, I tend to not I wanna be like, I'm a serious med student. <laughs> so I don't wanna I don't wanna <laughs> right. seem like that either. Like right. I don't like to seem naive mm-hmm. and I don't like to seem immature i don't think anyone Mm. thinks i'm immature but i still have like a feeling that i am probably because i'm the youngest child right and like my sisters are literally have houses and mortgages and shit you know like it's all it's all of that projection too of like i don't want to seem like i'm codependent or childish and so i put on like this really hard boss bitch face which I yeah. am a boss bitch. Yeah, okay, it's but... not that it's not true. It's <laughs> not true as often as you project. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> just like not um, it's not encompassing everything. You right. Know, it's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting concept. And as I well, think Libra I think. season is a time to examine that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, see why the season is so like ugh, for me. It's yeah. like wow, I have to. It's a lot of personal this. reflection. I I just feel like it's a lot of personal reflection for me of how it relates to me, but it's not mm-hmm. a very mentally clear time. Yeah, that's the <laughs> for hard me part. to do it. Like if Ooh. I could have these realizations during like Gemini season, but I'm not mm-hmm. because in Gemini season I just want to party and talk and talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> like the emotional maturity isn't really there in Gemini season yeah. to handle this. Ooh. Yep, the this like mental clarity mature. would be. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough, because I think Libra is kind of like if Virgo is like the tiger mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> hovering parent. Yeah, Libra is kind of like, um, like I imagine. What is it? Is it like the daughters of the revolution? <laughs> like those societies? Oh, yeah. Where they're very like hoity toity, but then they like host the parties and they know yeah. about everything that's going on with everyone. They kind of like aesthetic events. They're, yes. And they're like it keeping feels, tabs of everything. They're balancing everything. It also feels very like church mom to me. Yes. Like the one who organizes <laughs> the church events and stuff. It's like that. Yeah. It's like PTO, that, like, PTO mom. PTA mom. Yeah. PTA mom. That's it. <laughs> she loves to plan an event you know and labor season is a fun season i think and like you can get bogged down in all the emotional intensity but like if this is just a fun time yeah also it's just again with all the astrological stuff going on i'm not sure if it is an emotionally uh difficult time for everyone i think it brings up a lot especially for femmes who Mm -hmm. are like we're it's still considered going against the grain to like have a career (laughs) so (laughs) like just to have a job as a femme and to like yeah i don't know to Mm -hmm. to to take on that role is still seen as unorthodox still somehow radical yeah (laughs) so um like there's been so many i know i often bring up like the online zeitgeist and stuff i'm not as in it as i was before mm-hmm. but there's still so many conversations about like obviously this is very heteronormative just a disclaimer but yes mm-hmm. like men and women's roles in relationships and like being the provider and balancing this and that role mm-hmm. and 
Um, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but it's like a very well-known phenomenon phenomenon <laughs> that like in these heteronormative households and marriages mm-hmm. is like women have have been taking on more unorthodox roles right. regarding the traditional relationship, yep. but men are not reciprocating the role switch enough and and it's just like more resistance towards us feeling confident in taking on like being a career person or just Mm -hmm. like not being a traditional woman which Mm -hmm. like quote unquote yeah yeah exactly all in quotes by the Mm -hmm. way but yeah like i think there's just so much more strain for you if you are going against that grain yeah, or just going sure. against a role that you're supposedly slot into. It it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be gender. It could be anything, right? Um, and yeah, like I think Libra, especially Libra in relationships, like an unevolved, a quote unquote unevolved Libra, mm-hmm. is easily, or like they're easily slot into a role. They're easily yes. underestimated. Yeah, and so it's kind of like that struggle. If that struggle relates to you in your life, it's going to be way heavier than someone who is just like, oh, like I'm, I'm feeling balanced in my relationships and just enjoying the time. <laughs> yeah, can't relate, but, but yeah, um, it's interesting to me. Like Libra should be like a soft, fun time, but it kind of isn't if you're struggling with the softness. Yeah, of it exactly. Um, if you don't know how to be soft. It can be hard. It's hard because I I feel like being soft, like I immediately lose respect, (laughs) which (laughs) which is is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. There's Um, so much strength in softness, right? In showing people that you are soft in in whatever ways. I know, but I I just think so much strength. Uh, like they're not protective enough of your softness often. Yeah, they'll take advantage I, like, of your softness. Yeah, like we we experience that way more, so it's way harder to soften. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, it's a uh, testy time. <laughs> Difficult. I, uh, yeah, the air seasons are always so much for me. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. of the air dominance in my chart. I don't know, yeah. but. Yeah. I think it just gets to be overwhelming to have this much intellectual power yeah. <laughs> during a season. Like for yeah. you and me as mercurial people, as very airy people yeah, yeah, yeah. overall, it like can get really difficult to be in, like inundated with that energy outside of ourselves mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bogged down in things and I don't know mm-hmm. you, especially with like, your water i i don't feel like you have quite enough earth to help you ground during these (laughs) times like which is why which is why you have me your foil right like (laughs) your astrological foil (laughs) even though you're like i'm gonna do it all by myself and you don't talk to me enough is that what i sound like yeah that's what you sound like (laughs) i'm samantha i'm gonna do it all by myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i do think it'll be quite a time i mean with pluto going direct i think it's very supportive of a transformational time Mm -hmm. um that means technically we're in the pluto shadow now pluto must be fucking with us i'm sure of it i love pluto (laughs) as it moves forward Mm -hmm. um and yeah, that's kind of the recap I have going up until Scorpio season. We can talk more in detail next week 
Uh-uh. Yeah, I think we've covered everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've covered a lot. If you didn't take notes, you're <laughs> not too well on the exam. That's... Hold on. That's kind of all I have <laughs> for the next couple weeks. Um, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. But, I mean, main themes are relationships, boundaries. I feel like it's been a theme for a long time just because of, like, Venusian transits. Yeah. But we're in Libra season. It is the time. Like, actually the mm-hmm. time. Truly. <laughs> Truly, Please actually the time. Get your boundaries in order. And, like, if you haven't had relationship stuff show up as much, it's going to be much, much more prominent now, I think. Yep. And... Yeah, Mercury, Venus, Pluto, and Mars are going to be moving. (laughs) So it's just going to be some shifts. Um, And then ending with the eclipses for the rest of the month. I mean, there's more Mm -hmm. stuff, obviously, but we'll we'll get into it. The Scorpio vibes are going to really take over. And, you know, I don't know what I'll do with myself, but we'll we'll get more into that, I think. Yeah, it'll be fun. But... That, I think that was a good recap and then look look ahead yes. for where we're at right now. We're going to be in a lot of shadow periods, so yes. you'll start feeling the shifts, hopefully. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, All right, that's you ready it. to move on to uh, recommendations? Sure, let's do it. Um, so my recommendations this week... Um, the first one that I have is just playing off of my, the last recommendation I gave, please listen to Victoria Monet. Oh my God. It's um, so I'm good. Sp- specifically, I mean, Jaguar two is perfect, but I talked about it last time. I'm going to specifically suggest, um, from Jaguar, which is another oh. really great yes. album. I'm going to suggest, uh, go there with you. Oh, I yeah. think that's a good Libra song, actually. Mm. <laughs> um, because it's about it's like literally a line, which makes me laugh every time because it's so silly. She's like, "I don't want to go there with you. We're picking fights like it's Fortnite," <laughs> which I think is stupid so and so funny. funny. <laughs> um, she is very clever lyricism. Honestly. Oh yes. Um, whoever if she writes or whoever writes with her is they're they're all they're a great team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um love that line but then she's like i can find a better way to be in your face better way to scream your name you know like mm-hmm. sure okay mm-hmm. then we get into that but it's like we're not trying to pick fights right now that's what we're not doing i think we like we all need to take a step back actually very libra appropriate but she's like very funky typically a lot of her the actual music leans towards this funk mm-hmm style versus a classic pop or r&b she's great so that then i will also say i'm also going to suggest coastin love i love that song coastin Coastin is great and then my final recommendation is f-u-c-k which is a great (laughs) i feel like you talked about f-u-c-k last week but it is a very good song i'm gonna talk about it again it's a very good song such a good song anyway i'm gonna talk about those three um Additional recommendation is revisit Planet Her by Doja Cat. <laughs> Wait, oh. Doja Cat's new stuff. I need to like. Okay, hold on. Get into though. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I remember, I remember, I don't remember if it was the last episode or the one before where mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Doja Cat's like roll out." I'm very interested to see what it is. Yeah. Um, I would not set your expectations too high. <laughs> 
Okay. It is very different. So like mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to see how different she's trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um I and she's a Libra, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she know if is. you knew that. Um I did. But for the audience, she is a Libra. So it is mm-hmm. if you wanna go- see another good representation of Libra in the media, then yeah, you should follow what Doja Look at Cat. Doja Cat. Because Doja Cat has been um just like really trying to contrast against her pop stardom Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because she did start out as like a really weird quirky indie artist right um and i loved her music back then it's very like very strange (laughs) very strange like very out there and then you know she worked with the pop songs that she was given really well because she's pretty talented Mm -hmm. um she's really good at like taking a concept and really rolling with it. I feel like that's very yep. Libra of her. Like she can take the aesthetic and just like present it very well. For sure. But she started, if you aren't up to date with this stuff, she started like really trying to go against being a pop singer. She mm-hmm. talked about like how she wants to, sh- like people don't see her as a rapper. So she's going to yeah. focus on only doing like, rapping hip-hop like her new album is going to be much more serious and that she doesn't care about the fame and she doesn't know her fans so she can't say if she loves them or not or mm-hmm. all the stuff like you've probably seen that part of it anyway yeah. and then she kind of like has had this era of like oh her demons within her yeah <laughs> um, like she's not a pretty little princess she actually has a dark side yeah. Um and it's cool. Like it's a cool artistic representation. Right. Um and I don't mind her song. Like I do think the songs are good. I think she overhyped it a little bit and I also think that multiple artists have done this before so it's not hitting for people as much as Right. It is. I did like Paint the Town Red. But... Paint the Town Red is great and I did like Attention a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's also the problem with this like uh is it like trickle marketing i don't know like yeah. the opposite of drip flood marketing, marketing. Drip. drip marketing trickle okay trickle yeah that was kind of stupid but yeah drip no marketing. that works stupid as drip marketing <laughs> but, drip, but drip marketing um it's been happening in k-pop too because i think um if we want to compare like k-pop market to western market it used to be mm-hmm. like the western market back in the day used to be like a music video comes out way after the album has already been out yeah and like the popular song got popular and then we made a music video for it yeah but then i think in k-pop it used to be like the music video the song and the whole album comes out all at once and that's why it used to be so like hyped up because everyone was expecting like oh what's the new thing gonna be and then we get all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and then the u.s market started to do that but now the k-pop market has started to do (laughs) pre-releases marketing yeah Yeah. like two or three or like in the case of new jeans they basically released every single song before Mm -hmm. the title track but then it made the title track very like underwhelming (laughs) yeah and i think that can be a problem with the drip marketing if you really hype it up and then people are Mm -hmm. so amazed by the new song but then Mm -hmm. you release the next song and then you release the next song and then people are like wait when's the title gonna come out oh this is the title track (laughs) yeah you better save the best for last yeah and i think that's (laughs) let me be let me be real let's be real you better save the best and i I think i think um people are having a hard time 
uh predicting what the vir- virility like virality virality i don't know how viral yes, virality. it's gonna go because i think attention and paint the town red went super viral yeah and then the releases after that while i do think like lyrically mm-hmm. she i under like she's giving the message that she's trying to give yeah but it's not going as viral because people are kind of like oh now she's trying too hard it's very yeah. it's like ugh, i don't know it's hard yeah. i think she's really trying to do something very artistic Mm-hmm. but it's not hitting it's not hitting because she's like oh well, I, w- I want people to take me seriously as an artist and now i'm gonna do this really artsy stuff but yeah. people don't take her seriously right so it's <laughs> it's kind of hard she's kind of done this for to it's, herself and and, he, and it's interesting because i'm thinking about like little nas little nas x kind of yeah. doing a similar thing Mm-hmm. uh where he like ventured it away worked it him. worked because it was very like natural yes um yeah and so he I didn't think... have a whole catalog before he did it yes this was like yeah oh, that's true let me like really kick my shit into gear yeah now that y'all know who i am yeah immediately yeah you know and like yeah i just wanted to bring that up since you were talking about mm-hmm. planet her because she's yeah. trying to be like planet her sucked and it wasn't her planet her was an incredible planet album. her was a great <laughs> album and i know because i followed like the production of it and like some behind the scenes stuff yeah. she was super into it at the time she yeah. was like yeah i know this is pop and i know this is like whatever but i'm having a good time and like mm-hmm. i love expressing myself in this way too so yep. now she's trying to be like, oh, I hated she's it all along. <laughs> yeah. She's backpedaling. Yeah. backpedaling. So, so uh, that's that Libra indecisiveness or mm-hmm. maybe trying too hard to fit into one category, even though yeah. you can just be a multitude. And I think Libras change their aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Libras and like it doesn't to have to. A it doesn't have to be a, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that um, that's Doja Cat stuff. But oh, Doja Cat. It's been, yeah, it's been I interesting. Yeah, I think revisiting planet her is a good idea it's a right good now album. listen to snow allegra yo I love like listen to snow allegra <laughs> yes revisit your scissa error era that's all i've got listen to your chill mix Ooh, on spotify i haven't listened to my and it probably has changed up a bit should it changes like every day listen to your chill mix yeah i should listen to my because i've just been listening to a lot more different music yeah um okay those are my recommendations this week Okay, I have, I mean, I have so many music recommendations, but I've just been, yeah, I know, I'm trying to keep it brief. I've been (laughs) listening to more, like I said, Afrobeats artists, so like LoJ, Ira Starr, um, Amare, who, Amare is like the Sad Girls Love Money song that was super viral, if you know it, Mm -hmm. Kali Uchis. Um, Kali Uchis is another good recommend for Kali Uchis is a, a very good Libra, um recommendation as well i don't know i don't remember i can put it in the description but like her little ep that she released i think like last year two years ago very libra vibes moonlight that's it maybe moon no 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 moonlight the song oh moonlight the song moonlight the song is the Libra. yes um and let me see what else oh the girl groups have been girl grouping love it okay pop girl groups i know i talked about luna like reviving <laughs> since they kind of had to leave their company mm-hmm. um so like one of the groups before that i talked about was odd eye circle which was one of their subunits um mm-hmm. another set of five of the members 
have joined and they their group is called Lucemble. Because <laughs> oh. it's supposed to be like loose okay. assembling and like I don't know, Luna has a lot of lore about like the planets and gravitational pull. So it makes sense. I'm not I'm not super into that, so I don't know all of it, but it's very mm-hmm. cute, very cute lore. Um so yeah, Lucemble had a little EP come out. It's so cute. It's like what I've been missing in like K-pop, I think. Um so yeah, that's been really enjoyable. They had a song called Sensitive. It's very cute. Um it's about like following your intuition and like making your own path. Like I just love little lyrics like that. And what else? XG came out with their mini album and their song Puppet Show. So Libra. Super mm-hmm. Libra cuz it's about like girls trying to take back their power and like like turning turning their like role on their head and Mm -hmm. like controlling boys like puppets it's actually very funny (laughs) um and the aesthetic of the video is like exactly what you're talking about like the fluffy pink but it's also like space (laughs) i love that (laughs) so it's very good um definitely check out that music video and um red velvet is coming out soon so i'm looking forward to that um Actually, that might be a couple months away, but I'm still, you know, I love Red Velvet. I've missed them a lot. I've missed them in K-pop. Mm-hmm. And Kyungsoo released his album. <laughs> Kyungsoo, I watched Kyungsoo's movie, The Moon, uh-huh. literally right before the album came out. And so yeah. I was just like overwhelmed mm-hmm. <laughs> with Kyungsoo content. Um, but he has his second mini album out called Expectation. It's very good. Um, very like easy listening. Um, the lyrics are really nice. Every song is about a different feeling of expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's like in a relationship or uh longing for someone or expecting like a new day or a new start. It's like very nice. I love the theme. Mm-hmm. I love a theme, a <laughs> themed album. Um, so that was really good. And then I'll also recommend his movie, The Moon. Um, it's in some theaters. I know I've mentioned it's in some theaters in the States. You can watch it online. I'm not going (laughs) to pretend I didn't watch it online. Okay. (laughs) Um, but that was really cool. I don't know if I talked about it, but it is like a science fiction movie technically about, Mm -hmm. um, Korea's space center sending the first Korean astronauts to the moon after a failed mission. Um, and even though it's science fiction, it's only like five years into the future. So it is kind of like nonfiction in a way, like oh. somewhat technical, uh, like technology, technology is more advanced than it is now. But it's still like yeah. probably the projection of what will happen in a few years regarding like space travel. Um, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, very like intense movie. It really like launches you into the story, which makes it seem very realistic. Like it's very well done. Um, so I'm waiting mm-hmm. to see. I think it was such a highly anticipated film after Parasite mm-hmm. um, because of the director who yeah. worked on it. And so I'm interested to see because I'm pretty sure, Par- if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, Parasite really got its fame after it reached streaming, yes. right? Because it reached a more global audience. So. I'm interested to see how that will go. Cause I do think it would be a movie that like so many people like, but because of the genre being more science fiction-y, I don't know if it's like as popular, but I'm, I don't know. I'm just waiting to see how it is. I think it was a really good movie. 
Um, haven't had time to watch many shows and stuff, mm-hmm. but really just been listening to music. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Good. Um, it. looking for shows to watch. If you have any suggestions, <laughs> after I don't. after I my been watching anything, really, have you been watching any anime? Show. No, I haven't even been watching anime. We just don't be having the time. No. <laughs> We just don't have the time. I've been listening to I have I mean I've just been listening to a lot of music mostly, but mm-hmm. also working on the seventy-two hour audiobook for The Way of Kings by oh, nice. Brandon Sanderson. It's seventy-two so long. hours. The book <laughs> is um a thousand pages physically. Ah, yes, Let me yes, look at yes. how many hours it actually is, because it's just really fucking long. The Way of Kings. Okay, I have twenty-two hours left. <laughs> And I'm already so it's a 24 hour audiobook. Okay, that's still if really you listen long. Listen to it; it's still incredibly long. So if you listen to it on one time speed, it's actually 38 <laughs> hours. 38 hours. Of course, you listen to your audiobook at 1.5. I'm guessing at least it, it might be 1.7. That's funny. yeah, it's 1.7. Um, I was like, this is just gonna take too long, so I had to speed it up. I so. can't sit here for that long, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's a 38-hour audiobook if you need something to listen to. Yeah. Um, I haven't been reading because my brain is too full of other things. So right. <laughs> yeah, the, the media consumption it's is actually limited. Down. Yeah, actually down. Uh, yeah I, I find that I can't sit and watch something. It's hard for me. So I just like jam out to music yeah. <laughs> for like hours a day. Yep. I get my volume warning on my phone multiple times a day. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, oh I probably should be concerned, but... Oh my regardless. god, I got a volume warning at work the other day. My watch was like, your environment's too loud. What? I didn't even yeah. know it does that. That's yeah, wild. it does. If you have an Apple watch, it'll tell you Damn. when your environment's too loud. And mine was too loud. <laughs> well, sorry, Apple watch. The world is too overwhelming for me, just being out in public. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all I got. <laughs> I think that's all I got. I didn't really right. note down. I know it's been a couple weeks, but I really don't think I've listened to much else. I've been listening to yeah. just a lot of just music I have. I've been listening to yes, me too. Comfort, comfort new. music. You know, lots of comfort music right now, which is also yeah, great. It's a vibe. Um, I mean, I've been listening to other kinds of music. Just with the person I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. They've been showing me completely different genres from what I listen to. But the best thing about that, this is very Libra season intellectual of me. Uh-huh. Um, the best thing about us exchanging music is that like he likes one type of music or like this just this other complete genre for me. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. like the opposite of mm-hmm. his, his genre. But we both appreciate music so thoroughly that it's super easy to sit and listen I know, and imagine find that. things we like. <laughs> about all of this music and like whether it's the lyricism for me i'm like very impressed with the vocal ability of the singers in this genre Uh because it's not a genre that i particularly appreciate otherwise and it's a completely different kind of of singing yeah but he likes a specific aspect of this genre that he's been sharing with me and like we watched this video together of a vocal coach assessing the vocal ability of of a singer oh my gosh i love watching stuff like that Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, but it was so cool, like listening to a vocal coach talk about it. Since again, like vocals are something that I care about because I like to sing and like I've 
had some vocal training like oh. I love mm-hmm. that and the technical aspect mm-hmm. of singing and mm-hmm. so that was really cool that he like watched it and was like Jordan would like this and shared it with me Cute. and we watched it together and talked about and it and nerd out about it yeah and then we had this whole like big music exchange night where we stayed up super late and just like sent songs back and forth and like watched videos together and mm-hmm. had a really nice time and like I like that he doesn't reject the things that I like. He just <laughs> listens to me about why I like it, and like whether it's the lyrics or the, like I sent him a ton of Victoria Monet and I was like, sorry, I'm just a little obsessed with her right now. But like she, she does something for me. Her music feels like music I would make, like yes. you know, that kind of thing. For sure. So uh, it's just been nice Love that. to have someone to talk to about music. Like, I know. Ha- yeah. And we don't have to like the same things and neither of us are trying to make the other convert, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't need him to like the same music as me. People who are that much of a stickler about what kind of music they listen to is so weird to me. I I kind of feel like you don't really like music. (laughs) Exactly. Or like you don't really know music if you only really Yeah, that was my ex. Despite him being someone with musical ability, he didn't like to listen to anything. He just wanted to listen to the things that he liked already. That's kind of a thing. I know um, when I was listening to Try Guys, that's kind of like the same thing. Keith has the most... uh, skill in playing instruments but he listens to the least music which i find bizarre yeah you know but like whereas zach was like i just love all music i just love listening to music i love analyzing music but i don't know Mm -hmm. how to play anything (laughs) you know appreciation yeah like the art form (laughs) there's like a different there's different parts to like a musical aptitude where it's like yeah appreciating music as a listener Mm -hmm. versus like making music it's a different thing yeah, but this person encompasses both things. Yeah, I know. Well, imagine. Oh my god. An actual musician. <laughs> like, like actually. A full-blown musician. Right, right. Anyway, that's been really fun and very Libra <laughs> of me lately. So I just thought I would share. Yeah. Since we were talking about it so much. But mm-hmm. it's been nice to like listen to a genre that I don't listen to in true, with true, someone true. who really loves it and like him telling me why he likes it and like what he wants what it like provides for him for sure you know and i like exploring a new genre too that's why i've been liking um getting into like like now getting to know more famous afrobeats musicians because like i wouldn't have been exposed to that as much before unless you get into it yeah same thing if you get into like reggaeton like -hmm. you see all the same names and like oh now i know different sounds of these people right yeah, I mean, I did. I think I did a little Afrobeat dive in college, but I want to go back again. Oh yeah, there are a bunch of artists that I oh loved yeah that I want to like good shit. To and so many, again. so many Afrobeat songs. Like, I mean, a lot of them are very sexual, but a lot of them are yeah. also very uplifting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just like that um, dynamic yeah. too in the lyrics. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun time. I, I love, love music. music. Music's fun. <laughs> it's great. Oh my God. <laughs> You know what, Sam? Yeah. We've done it again. We've done it again. Finally. (laughs) Two weeks later, we did it. (laughs) Oh, what a another episode in the books. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Well. All right. I think I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you would like to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on, we would appreciate that so much. 
Um, oh, also I'll plug, because I feel like I keep forgetting to do this, the YouTube channel. Should I plug that? Yeah, you can plug that. So oh Jordan has been doing the work of archiving our episodes on YouTube, so you can also enjoy it on YouTube and listen to the episodes there. If that's something you like. For sure. Is it? It's Two Cups Between, I'm guessing, on yep. YouTube. I should have yep. looked that up first. It is indeed Two, two Cups, Cups Between, between. <laughs> on YouTube. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Two Cups Between with the number two. And you can send us an email at twocupsbetween at gmail.com. Send us your emails. We'd love to read your letters. Ask us Please. about astrology or talk tell us, us your life. You know, if we if we talk about stuff on here and it relates to your life, I'd love to see a little letter from you. Maybe we'll read it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Great outro. Good shit. I really liked it. I really liked it. You really wrapped it up succinctly. Yeah, that was really succinct. <laughs> oh.